For the last two years, I've been thinking, my God, Thompson, if you had just stuck around a little bit longer, this would have been a much better time to blow your brains out. We could have gotten yeah. a little a little more work out of you too, because well, buddy. Or per- perhaps the less <laughs> perhaps the lesson is maybe we don't blow our brains out. Maybe well, we Thompson was going to blow his brains maybe, out anyway. Yeah, I so. know he was anyway. But, yeah. but maybe maybe we don't light our hair on fire and run in the streets yeah. and kiss and moan about how awful it is and how shitty it is that Donald Trump, who's a big bully, who doesn't fucking give a shit. That's why he wins, is because it doesn't matter what you do. He is. He's Sebastian Shaw. But it's not even that he's Sebastian Shaw, that he absorbs it. What he does is he absorbs it, and he doesn't give a shit. I'm Don Hall. And I'm David Himmel. And this is the Literate Apecast. Don and David get a little saucy, so be forewarned, your sensitivity is not their problem. The Literate Apecast is for people who can handle both their liquor and their gag reflex. Here's my question for you, David Himmel. I love when you ask me questions. Here's my question for you. Um, one of the big sticking points, one of the big policy changes that is touted out on the Democratic side of the presidential debate specifically is Medicare for all. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Now, here's my question that I have for you that I wrote down. Given the incompetence of the Democratic National Committee and caucuses and the fact that the Democrats just impeached Trump for absolutely nothing. Does anyone believe these fucking idiots can manage government-subsidized and government-run health care for the entire nation without it being a bureaucratic clusterfuck? Hmm. Ah, let's see. No, they can't handle that sort of thing. Absolutely no, not. They can't handle an Iowa caucus. They can't handle an Iowa caucus. They couldn't, I mean, frankly, they couldn't handle uh, uh, Obamacare. I mean, the rollout for Obamacare was really, was really troublesome. Yeah. Yeah. So the question, and, and Charles Pierre, you know, our favorite listener, yeah. um, he yeah. makes the point that it's not that, 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 that government run and subsidized healthcare is impossible. It's that it needs new blood. New people need to be in charge. So what are yeah. your thoughts? Yeah, well, I want to go back to something. I need to clarify something you just said. When you said that right. the Democrats impeached Donald, Donald Trump for doing nothing or nothing wrong. What, what They accomplished nothing with okay, it. Okay, right. I just want to make sure because he, he was kind of wrong. Well, no, was, he, the thing is he broke the law. He totally broke the law. And yeah. the thing about it is that he broke the law in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, if you read the Mueller, Mueller report, then you, I mean, there, there are plenty of things that Donald Trump has skirted issues, broken some specific, some of them are not laws, some of them are conventions, but he's, yeah, he's kind of, he's kind of flaunted the rules. Let's put it that way. I think the and, impeachment was right. I think that the Senate should have impeached him and removed him from well, office, you know, but, but, but we but knew the, that wasn't going to happen. I know, exactly. We it's sort of like, it's sort of like saying, you know what? I really think uh, I really think that uh, you know my girlfriend shouldn't fuck other guys, but I know that if I do this, <laughs> but I know that if I do this, she's gonna, and so I'm just upset because I did this knowing full well exactly what the outcome was going to be, and now I'm upset. Guess what? We knew from the get go. You and I talked about this fucking three yeah. and a half years ago. 
when we had the debate about impeaching him or not impeaching him, we've done this debate twice. Right. And and the what the boils down to is what did that's the thing. They knew he wasn't going to get it. They knew everyone, everyone with a fucking thinking brain knew Donald Trump was going to get acquitted by the Senate. There was right. no way in there's just snowballs chance in hell that he was going to fucking get convicted. So we right. knew that was going to happen. So at the end of the day, other than the platitude of, well, we're doing the right thing, aside from that platitude <laughs> that is kind of meaningless until it actually accomplishes something, right. um, other than doing the right thing, we knew he wasn't going to get acquitted. What was the purpose of that exercise? It's, it's the same purpose that the Democratic Party and the woke have had for the last three years which is to express their goodness and their glowing righteousness for the world to see. Well, we've stood up for what's right. Yeah, good, great. But this is also kind of a game of, I guess we can compare these politics to a game of fucking politics. Like you have yeah. to have some kind of action and there has to be like, let the, let the voters do their whole meaningful bullshit on Facebook. You know, this is yeah. all fine. But you guys need to consider some action because what this has done is this has emboldened Trump because Trump is Sebastian Shaw. Yeah. He is, oh, he is yeah. the X-Men uh, character, the Sebastian X-Men. Shaw, who is – he absorbs energy. So every time you hit him or Cyclops shoots him with his optic blast, yeah. Sebastian Shaw just gets stronger. So every time he Donald Trump takes a hit, he becomes bigger and badder and better. And I think, I think what, we, what we need to do is we should just sit back – and buckle up for five years of a capitalistic dictatorship, and then See, it, okay, I think that that's thing. it. Like we're already this there. Is, this is this 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 will be my I believe this afternoon. Um, I'll paraphrase it because I don't have it in front of me. But you know, it's like you're right. Impeaching a president who then gets acquitted, it's automatic. It creates a dictatorship. That's exactly what happens because I remember when Bill Clinton became supreme leader. Yeah, the, and the difference is same with Andrew Johnson. The difference is that Trump is up for re-election. Clinton was on his way out, so yeah, there was very true. like Clinton didn't have that's fair f- five years left. Clinton had what a year. Yeah, well, and that means that means the decision to impeach and the decision to follow this up probably is more important. I don't think it's going to be a dictatorship. I think it just means that it already is. 50, no, it's not a fucking dictatorship. Jesus we are, Christ. We are inching what a bunch of history. Close. Well, we're not even close. What Come a bunch on. of histrionic bullshit. Really? So when's so David, did you walk did you no wait a minute? Did you walk outside uh last week after criticizing Donald Trump and have some Gestapo like police bust you for it? No, that didn't happen. Are you waiting in a bread line, David Himmel? No, you're not. Do you see mo- most people doing it? No, I'm sorry. Bread this line doesn't even, make a dictatorship. No, no. But I'm just saying this Absolute isn't even power. close. This, to, but it's coming. But he does he's not, firing the people. What he's he's a getting rid of the load people. Of shit. Come on, he's firing the people that went after him. Of course he is. He's got. What the fuck did you think he was going to do? By the Senate saying he did wrong, but we're not going to remove him. And by people reporting that they're afraid of Trump, they're afraid of him coming after him, that is inching closer and closer to dictatorship, to authoritarianism. We're we're inching toward it. First of all, we're not inching toward it. We're not even close to it. We're not even fucking close to it. 
I'm sorry, we're just not close. I just think that is that, that that's the thing. Is like the, all the, the democracy. The democracy is dying. Democracy is not working. Uh, no, democracy is working just it's fucking fine. How's Iowa? How is fucking Iowa? Okay, hey David. How is the David, electoral college? David, David, if you're on half the country, it works just fine. It's the half that doesn't like Donald Trump or the Republicans that says it's not working. Until we always, it, until they switch sides say, and they'll we, say the same thing. I remember. I remember again. I remember. My mother, when I was fucking, what, six years old, and Richard Nixon beat McGovern, and then my mom got so pissed off that she yelled and screamed, and my domestic abuser stepfather beat the shit out of her. I remember that, too. But I remember part of her diatribe was that Richard Nixon had been elected and democracy was dying. I remember that. Here's the thing. That wasn't true, though. Well, and it's not true now, either. It's questionable. No, it's not even we questionable. We cannot count votes. We cannot well, you, count you know what? votes. And you know the funny thing is? This is a problem that we are stuck with and we can fix. Democracy doesn't die. That's the thing. It's an idea. It is a concept. Democracy is a concept. I, I remember, and I listened to a lot of weird YouTubes about uh, just like you know these these debates and these. I love that shit. Yeah. And one of the one of the big conversations was this this fucking little white supremacist idiot, <laughs> and he was very respectful. But his whole point was he was asking the speaker. I think it was Matt Walsh, but he, the, the speaker, what's wrong with wanting to try to keep America? in the foundation of its European roots. I mean, that was his question. And the guy, and the guy, and this is the thing, and I thought the guy had a really good answer because his answer is like, to have a country, to have a nation, you have to have some sort of unifying principle. And there are plenty of countries that the unifying principle is ethnicity or religion, you know, and that there's plenty of countries in the world that that's their unifying principle. That's the thing. That is the foundation upon which they, right. boom. Yeah. Um, this country's foundation is in, 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 in polar opposite of that. Our foundation is the idea, whether or not it was just white men who old, owned land. Right. Get over yourself. Whether or not that was the case, right. the foundation right. of the fucking country is that one man, one vote. Everybody gets to be participating. Everybody gets to be a part of it. That's what democracy is. So it cannot die. We can either decide to go some different direction, but democracy isn't something that dies. And our democracy isn't something that can die. We can either decide we're not going to use democracy because it doesn't work for us. I think and the, the thing about it is half the country thinks democracy works just motherfucking fine because their goddamn guys are in power. They're winning. You're right. And, but it would switch. And, and, and the thing about it is- as It wasn't working when Obama was when, president. When Obama was know? the president, yeah. the fucking right. Republicans were saying democracy is dying. It's like, Jesus fucking Christ. It's like calling every asshole Hitler or a dictator. Donald Trump's not a dictator. He's a savant media whore. Who knows how to work media better than anybody else? He does not have an That's ideological true. base. That hasn't changed. He's not a Republican per se. The Republicans voted him into office, so he knows what kind of bullshit to say. This is the game. For Donald Trump, it's all just politics. Exactly said. It's all just a game. Yeah. Yeah. And as soon as we ramp it up as, oh, if we don't fight him, it's a dictatorship. There are ways to work around this. I'll give one more and then I'll shut up for a second. For a second, I'll shut up because I didn't shut up for very long. It <laughs> right. doesn't happen that way. You but, heard it here first. So, so at the casino, 
um, I get a, and I'm, I'm walking the property and all of a sudden I see pretty big, like 300 pound guy. And I got two of my security officers, one of my security directors, two of my security officers subduing him. Right. Because apparently he got very violent. He, uh, the, the story went, and I found this out later. Their story went is this guy got drunk at uh, gold coast and then came down to our property and he was already half, you know, just half in a bag. Yeah. And he had he had a, a a gambling ticket that he got from Gold Coast, and he was trying to get it cashed on our property. Well, he was too drunk to realize that we're not going to cash a, a a voucher from Gold Coast. You got to go to Gold Coast to get that voucher. But he's pissed Gold off. Gold Coast isn't even a isn't even in, owned by your company, is it? No, no, it's yeah, totally different company. So. Yeah. so he's he's trying to make it work in the ATM. He's trying to work at the cage, and people are explaining to him, "We can't help you." He gets very belligerent. He gets really almost violent. Yeah. So they ask him to leave. He gets more violent. Finally, we've got these two. So when I come on the scene, I've got two security guards. Apparently, he has spit in the face of one of them. He's a huge guy. They are trying to get him on the ground and cuff him because they're going to call Metro and have Metro you know, take him away. Yeah. Well, this motherfucker is a pretty strong guy. And I mean, he is fighting the best he can. Yeah. Except you got two trained security officers. At one point, one of them just grabs his face and jams it into the asphalt. Not hard. Jesus. They didn't. They didn't hurt him, but this guy won't let go. I mean, the, these are two big security officers, and they're just out of breath trying because this guy is just fucking brute forcing them. Wow. Well, well, they finally, of course, wear him down, and they get him in cuffs. And then they bring him into the office where he starts to beat his head up against the wall because he wants to accuse them of, of hurting him. Well, I'm watching, so I've got, there's a witness, you know? And then he collapses. And then when Metro finally shows up, he starts to bawl. I didn't do anything wrong. Let me go. And I thought, all I could think of was, what, what do I learn from this other than sort of like pragmatic job stuff is sometimes brute force is a really stupid idea when you're being subdued in some way. And in our situation, we are so fucking individual goddamn Americans that the Republicans have been beating the living shit out of the liberals. And not just in this country, everywhere. Yeah. But they've been beating the shit out of our ideas for at least three years, probably longer. And our response is no different than the guy being subdued on the ground. I'm just going to use brute force and try to get out of it, and I will lose. Yeah. And so brute force isn't going to work. It hasn't worked. It's not going to work. And throwing out words like dictator isn't going to help our case. Democracy is dying. It's not going to make – like you don't go to somebody if you think they're dying – you don't go to you don't go to your dad who has cancer and he's got six days to live. You don't go in and change his prognosis by screaming at him, "You're dying!" That doesn't <laughs> help. That does not help him. No. Of and course, so, it doesn't. So screaming that democracy is dying absolutely and in no way, shape, or form helps the situation. Screaming that Donald Trump is a dictator does not help the situation. We've got to figure out a better way to do it. And the better way to do it is read Vox, read James Carville. I know when I'm agreeing with James Carville, I'm yeah. right. I'm right. That's yes. just it. Going back to the your dad has cancer thing, 
The way to change his prognosis is to use brute force, but you have to physically beat him up. What, what they don't know, see this, I spent years as a healthcare journalist, and what people don't know, because Big Pharma doesn't want you to know this, yeah. is that cancer, you can just, it, you just have to like squeeze it out like a zit. You just have to yeah. beat it up really hard. So yeah, if your dad's got six days to live, beat the shit out of him, brute force. Yeah, but telling him how he's dying telling isn't him the way how, to do no. it. So what I'm saying, when I so say you, that, so wait a minute. let's so announce, wait. and no, then we have the, to go to the White House, and we have to beat everybody up. No, no. Go with your analogy. You can't just squeeze all the cancer out. You can't just excise the cancer out like that. You have to go one cell at a time, really. You have to go one cluster at a time. You have to go a little bit of cancer here and a little bit of there and chip it away, right? That's so how you get... So, so you're, saying the saying way to, is, you're saying the way to, to cure acne is to not, like, take medicine for it or use creams, but to squeeze no, no. every zit at a no. time. So is Donald Trump an acne or a cancer? Is he a dictator or just annoying guy? In this fucking weird ass analogy that I we've think created. that he is trying very hard to be a dictator. Well, and I think see, and I think that the Republican Party, the see, current Republican Party, is helping him live out that dream. No. I think he is trying to be a corporate CEO of a country. Which is and, a lot like dictatorship. And, well, that's the thing is, he's, it's not that different. But the reality is, yeah. that's that's not how his, that's the thing is, you're, you're giving him way too much credit. He thinks he's the CEO. It's the Republican Senate. It is the Senate. Correct. That yes. will prop up the dictator. The, so yes, that's what thing. I'm saying. I'm not blaming so, Trump for so, it. So then lose the, who gives a shit? who wins the presidential election, focus on the cancer in Kentucky, yes. Mitch McConnell. Yes. And in Texas, uh, whatever his fucking name is that we all hate so much. Ted guy Cruz. T- Ted Cruz, thank you. You know I mean? Focus on the, on the cancer cells, not the fucking, you know. 100%. You know? I, I agree so, with you 100%. I didn't say that Donald Trump is making a dictatorship or is yes, that but, he is a but, dictator. I never called him a dictator. I said we're approaching a capitalistic dictatorship. Yeah, well, the thing about it is... The and dic- he wants to be a dictator. The, well, no, I don't think Because he, he sees himself be, as a CEO, and I think that they're the same thing. I do not think they're the same thing. I do not think a CEO is a dictator. I think a CEO is someone... You know, Well, I mean, you know, that's, that's the thing. You have some CEO... Maybe, maybe that's what it is. You have some CEOs, because the CEO of a, of a publicly traded company doesn't get to just run roughshod over everything. The CEO of a publicly traded company has to answer to shareholders and committees that have been created to to checks and balances, which is why Steve Jobs created Apple and was fucking kicked out before they begged him back. And then it failed and they kicked him back or they brought him back. But the thing about it is that's what I'm saying is... The checks and balances are gone though. Like the checks and balances are so weak. We cannot... They're they're, not gone. They don't matter. They, they don't do matter. matter. They, they do don't. Matter. Just be, David, just because it didn't go our way doesn't no, mean it doesn't matter. No, that's not what I'm matter. talking about. Because that's not Bill what I'm Clinton about. was Bill Clinton was acquitted in the Senate too, and those fucking Republicans Dumb. shit. That's the not bed. what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that the side, the two sides, our side, their side, and I'm I'm taking the moderates out of this. It's the extreme left and the extreme right. Yep. Do not listen to the news unless it's exactly what they already feel and think. So the idea of media and information is not helping things. Okay, that goes for those who read HuffPost. It goes for those who only read Fox News, you know, right? Yep. Uh, The checks and balances right now are gone currently because the Senate with the parties, we're not checking and balancing our people. Sure we are. 
The, the Republicans are not checking and balancing anything. Sure they are. Who are they we checking just, and balancing? We just don't agree with their decision. They have said that, that he did wrong. Mean, yeah, but they did not find it to be a, a removable offense. That's the thing. And I'm not agreeing with them one way or another. What I'm saying is the checks and balances worked exactly, exactly the way they were supposed to. Except that it was really hard to get that check, wasn't it? When McConnell's saying, I'm not going to have a fair trial. We're not going to do it. We're not going to do it. Dude, again, go back to the Bill Clinton impeachment. I lived right through it. I was an adult as opposed to so many other people who were not adults when Bill Clinton was. I uh, was legally an adult. Yeah, but okay. I was not watching it because but I was you were in college drunk, and I was, yeah. you were drunk. Yeah, yeah. drunk and, yeah, all right. But here's what I'm going to say is if you look at it. And I didn't it, care. I didn't care. Thing. Here's the thing. Impeachment is this. It's really simple. The House gets to, excuse me, they get together and they say, we want to get rid of this president. So what we're going to do is we are going to create charges. We're going to investigate the charges. We're going to create a case that says this president is not fit to be in office. And then we're going to take that information. We're going to send it to the Senate. If the no, Senate dude, is on, no, look, no. mansplainer. If I know Senate, how impeachment works. If, well, then, you, then, then, then. But apparently, you don't understand that if it doesn't go your way, it doesn't mean it doesn't work. Just because Donald Trump was elected doesn't mean democracy died. It just means we didn't fucking do our job. I don't trust. Quit blaming the fact that it didn't work your way. Blaming it on democracy. Democracy works just fine. But it's this idea that the parties, it, they, it's doing what George Washington warned us about. The parties are putting the party before the country. And it's they happened didn't, they didn't many, even do that. But they didn't dude, even do that with happened, Nixon. They didn't even hap- do it with Nixon. It happened in Theodore Roosevelt's day. It happened in FDR's day. Correct. It, that, that, yeah. is, that is the difficulty of having a two-party system. It's always going to go that way. And I think that the two-party system is problematic. Well, I think that the, David, I, David, know your history because you know what I, FDR. They thought FDR was a, a was a dictator too. And if you really look at FDR, FDR was a dictator, which is why they ended up introducing an amendment that says that a president can only be a president for two terms because he was a president until he fucking died. He was our king. Yes. Okay. Yes. That said, he was a benevolent king. He was a great statesman. He won World War II. Not by himself. The Russians won World War II. Well, yeah, but he knew how to play that game pretty well. He yeah. knew how to do that. Yeah. And and the thing about it is he was a pretty... But he was also, just like Donald Trump, an absolute spitfire ideologue. He absolutely took... He tried to pack the court in his favor because he hated the Supreme Court. What has Donald Trump yes. done? Yeah. He packed, packed the goddamn... Sure. He packed it in his favor, which is exactly what FDR tried to do but didn't get, get couldn't do because he didn't have the numbers on his side. However... It doesn't mean it's broken just because we lost. It means that we have inflated our values so much higher than we can absolutely maintain without actually sitting down and doing... I mean, I know politics is is boring. Caucusing is fucking boring. Making sure votes are counted is dull. But you know what? If we want to win power... That's the, that's the work we have to do. Not getting on Facebook and pissing and moaning about a di- t- dictatorship. Not going out in the streets and ripping our shirts off like a fucking platoon character screaming, democracy is dead. <laughs> <laughs> it's about showing up to the caucus. It's about counting the fucking votes. It's about doing the boring, shitty, 
unwieldy job of democracy. If anybody thinks democracy is dead, it's because they think democracy is a fucking lollipop that they were handed when they were born. Democracy is work. And if you don't want to put the work into it, then shut the fuck up, you whiny child. Yeah. But there's... <laughs> there's there's extreme amounts of of concern over our democratic process right now. I think we saw that in 2016 with the with with the Democratic Party. Yep. On what did or did not happen and who helped who and with Bernie and Hillary and all that, right? Oh, it's corruption. I know. <laughs> and then, you know, Russia getting involved with the 2016 election and I think that Trump won Fair and square. Yeah. Uh, didn't, did a foreign government help him win fair and square? Yeah. There's nothing yeah. illegal about spreading misinformation. I mean, yeah, I, it, it's, it's illegal for a foreign country to come in and do that again, stuff. Even though we again, do it all the time. But If democracy yeah, dies, it's because we're all too fucking lazy to actually participate in it. We're too stupid to, to fact check. The no, shit I don't that we even, see. I don't think we're stupid. I think we're lazy. Oh, sure, fine. Okay, I'm conflating the two. Okay. I think because the thing about it is fact checking requires time, and it's not fun, and it's, it's not so as inter- easy. It's, it's not so as easy. Inter- it's not as entertaining as a Netflix binge, no. or being an Instagram influencer, or pissing and moaning about pronouns. It's not as big a deal as that. It's not as fun. So why would I want to have to do the actual work to fact check? I, I don't know how to answer that because I do the work to fact check. Well, exactly. But the thing about it is that doesn't make you suddenly superior to those people who don't. No, but I it think means... that the problem is that we... So we, we've got this 2016 election that is just feels weird. Yeah. And then we have... Here's why Iowa is worse than Iowa actually was or is. Timing. Oh, God, the metrics are terrible. It's... We look Awful. like the most incompetent bunch and of fucking idiots, that, and maybe and we are that, the most incompetent bunch of fucking idiots. And that is why. So yeah, Iowa caucus, that whole thing goes to shit. It's it's the app not working or whatever the hell that was is the same thing as the Chads in two thousand. Yeah. The, the hanging Chads. It's exactly it's, right. Something went wrong, and we were scrambling to figure it out. It took a long time. And okay, so whether we go analog or digital, there's gonna be there's problems are gonna happen. Yeah. So. We'll work through that, except that that happens right after, or right before, I know. Uh, Trump g- gets acquitted. It just, so now he's emboldened. The DNC looks stupid. Yeah. This is, this is not, and I, people are going to look at that and go like, this is not good. I don't have faith in the system. I might not bother showing up. I kind of don't David, care anymore. And that's David, where it starts to come. And all, if there's anything that I can say is, and it's the thing that I'm seeing, and I'm seeing it over and over and over, and anybody that sees it the same way, I, I, I tend to go, yeah, I, I see where you're coming from, is this is absolutely no different than when Ronald Reagan took office. An actor in the White House. Everybody fucking shit. When George W. Bush took the White House. Ah, people want to have a beer with him. They're stupid. He's going to be a dictator for life. He's going to start Iraq war, and it's going to be <laughs> endless. And we all thought, I mean, not everybody, but all of yeah. us histrionic assholes like myself at the time we were like oh my god george w bush is going to extend the war and just make himself a lifetime president and people were that wasn't like facetious people were fucking no they were scared yeah you know that hunter thompson 
Bush, the, the Bush presidency was at the end of Thompson's yeah. life. Yes, it was. By his choice, by Thompson's mm-hmm. choice. And he had a huge problem with Bush. Yeah. And he was convinced that Bush is the end of America. And you know what? And he, he blew was his wrong. brains out. And I just, for the last three years, I've been thinking, my God, Thompson, if you had just stuck around a little bit longer, this would have been a much better time to blow your brains out. We could have gotten yeah. a little a little more work out of you, too. Because, well, buddy. Or per, perhaps, the less, <laughs> perhaps the lesson is, maybe we don't blow our brains out. Maybe well, we Thompson was going to blow his brains maybe, out anyway. Yeah, I so. know he was anyway. <laughs> but yeah. but maybe, maybe we don't light our hair on fire and run in the streets yeah. and kiss and moan about how awful it is and how shitty it is that Donald Trump, who's a big bully, who doesn't fucking give a shit. That's why he wins, is because it doesn't matter what you did. He is. He's Sebastian Shaw. But it's not even that he's Sebastian Shaw, that he absorbs it. What he does is he absorbs it, and he doesn't give a shit. You right. can call him all the names. I mean, he does. He's thin-skinned. But the yeah. fact is, he's going to do what he's going to do no matter what. Right. And and us pissing and moaning isn't actually stopping him. What stops him I is voting him, voting him out of office. And that, my friend, is democracy in action. But more importantly, because I, I, I'm, I'm 99% convinced, more than, 100% convinced more than I've ever been, that Trump is going to get reelected. Oh, I think for, and I don't there's care. no question in my mind. And I don't care. I'd, I'd rather have him out, but I don't care about him. I want McConnell out. It's I all want Lindsey Graham out. I want it's all Ted about Cruz the out. Yeah. Because the thing about it is a president can be... That's the thing. We, we ascribe so much power to him because he's such a dick and well, he doesn't the, give a shit. And it's the president. But the president doesn't have that much power. If, you, if the president was a dictator and had the power of dictatorship... Then Obamacare well, would not have been, it would have been fucking because our, our black president could do any goddamn thing he wanted, and he did. No, he didn't, because the Congress would not allow him to do the things he wanted to do. He which took is why all was, of our guns, Don. Yeah, exactly. Exactly my I know. point, David. I know. He took I know. all of our guns. I know. The Congress is not going to let him take control and be a dictator. It's not going to happen. This is not 1930 Germany. It is not Hitler, because... Guess what? We in Germany, as a German Jew, you could go to your house and not have to fucking hear everybody's bullshit. Here, we can't escape it. So trust me, we're not going to allow a dictatorship because we can't get out of each other's business for ten seconds. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't know if that totally. That's the best connection. I just think it's a facetious thing. Times have changed. We're not going to go back to there. It's just not going to happen. I, 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 don't, I don't think and that we're going to hit Nazi saying, Germany. But yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying it's not going to happen and throwing my hands up and saying, now I'll just ride the fucking wave like a leaf on this river. I'm saying if we want to change it, if we fucking want to change this, we got to do the boring work. And the boring work is about caucusing. The boring work is about finding a candidate that actually, and then supporting that candidate. The boring work is about actually... Uh, putting our 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 what I I actually think are quite petty tribal differences on the left aside, finding a candidate and just saying this is the candidate we want. And I, the reason I think Donald Trump is going to get elected again is because I don't think we're going to do that. Well, here's so here's something that can help us do that, and it's not about the presidency; it's about the Senate and getting them getting them out of there. So my my brilliant and invested yeah, wife. That. I'm glad you brought this up because I was going to. If you didn't, she has posted um, or created a list that the 2020 Senate election guide for lazy activists in parentheses and don't yep. and donators. 
Yep. Donor should be donors. Donors. I'll, I'll, donors. Whatever. I'll let her know. Uh, <laughs> so she was just she was charged up the other day and just like we've got to do something. We need to get the Senate fixed. So there are currently thirty five Senate seats up for election on November third. Yep. Twenty three are held by Republicans and twelve are held by Democrats. This is, these are Katie's words. I've been scouring the interwebs for resources to help identify exactly which Senate seats could be flipped blue with a lot of work from local, national, blah, 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 blah. It was really hard to do. It was a daunting hunt that came up empty. And well, I'm lazy. So here she is admitting how hard it is because it is hard when you're it's, making the effort. But <laughs> God, it's, I don't want to. Democracy is it's work. hard. So what she did work. is she t- found some energy beat past her her natural American laziness and she created this list and put it out there in the world on this Google sheet. Like, I love that who Google knows sheet. this stuff? Who knows people that are, these races that are open, that, that who, how can we give them money? What do they stand for? What positions do they have? You know, blah, blah, blah. And right. this is great. And so, David Himmel, David Himmel, how, yeah. how you can, how you can overcome your laziness. I don't have laziness. Okay. How you can overcome your laziness. Tell me. Is you can take your wife's Google sheet. Yeah. And you can send it to the New York Times, and you can send it to Vogue, and you can send it to Esquire, and you can send it to all the media, because you're a media guy. Yeah, but that's so many emails, Don. Yeah, guess what? Step <sighs> the fuck up, baby like, man. Step, step the fuck up. I'm, if you send it out there, because the thing this, about it is- I've got this new Sudoku book. I need to- uh, Exactly, and I got a zit, and it's named Donald Trump, and blah, blah, blah. Better Call Saul is coming back next, like in two weeks. Yeah. So is The Walking Dead, which I don't really want to watch, but like it's yeah. there. I, when am I going to do this? Come on. Yeah, it's exactly. All right, Simeon cohort. Here's Don and David with the six things you should do for the week. My first thing is uh, it's a watch. And it's watch Joker if you haven't seen Joker yet. I, I realize I'm a little late to the game on this. It's good. I watched it on a Southwest flight, which I was surprised that it was so easily available because if I'd been sitting next to a child or somebody who was offended by the Super Bowl halftime show, yeah. they would have been disgusted because it's not an excessively violent movie, but there's it's moments. A violent movie. There's, yeah, there's moments. Some moments of violence, yeah. Um, it's a, we don't mind violence. We just don't like sex in this country. Yeah, ew. Yeah. Especially Titties when it's, boobs, when it's, dicks, w- when it's women. Ew, if yeah. it's women, grody, that's wrong. And they're teaching girls that they could just put their put their pussies all over the place. <laughs> and it's gross. <laughs> Icky. All right. Uh, so yeah, Joker. Yeah, I I I was <laughs> I liked it. I mean it was a I, yeah, I think it's a great it, movie. I don't think it was a perfect movie, but Joaquin no, Phoenix no. is of course great. I loved that it wasn't a goofy comic book Joker. You know, I liked what it dealt with. That argument at the beginning before this thing came out or right after it came out that it was like, incel, this is just encouraging white men. Is the most insane, idiotic, ridiculous, backwards, retrograde fucking thinking that I've probably heard in the entire Trump era from our woke friends, right? Oh, it's not the most. I've, I've heard worse. Oh but, my uh... God. It's up there though. Come on. This movie is dealing with mental health issues, uh, economic divides. Uh, it's dealing with shit that gets the woke up in the morning. Yes, it does. I, you know, it's but a great movie. It's, it's a great I think movie. Joaquin Phoenix yeah. is great in it. Yeah, it's a great but movie. My, so watch my first one is my first one is a watch as well, and it's just it's just a throwback, and it's one of those things that if you want things to work, you have to understand how everything is basically very much the same. Yeah, and it's uh, Errol Morris 
fast, cheap, and out of control. It is a documentary where he follows and interviews a naked mole rat scientist. <laughs> a guy who makes a guy who makes a guy who makes uh, r- robots. Um, a topiary garden uh, guy, a guy that does topiary garden, yeah. and a lion tamer. And these four very, very different, incredibly different uh, professions. At a certain point, he starts to intercut the interviews with images and and footage of the other guy's thing. And you start to see how incredibly similar these very strange men with their very strange professions are. And you start to see how we're all very much the same, no matter how weird we are. And that is one of the things that I, I take that message and I look at our history and say, yeah, we're, we've been here before. This is yeah. exactly yeah. like that and finding those intersections. So fast, cheap and out of control, Errol Morris. All right. My next thing is, is also another watch or is also a watch. I think it's on HBO. There are three episodes in total. Second one came out last, I think set like two days ago, Saturday. McMillions. Mm. So it's this three-part documentary about the Monopoly game at McDonald's and how and the, this gigantic ripoff that was that had been happening with yeah. It. There was a huge BuzzFeed article on it, right? Yeah, like yeah. a couple of years ago. That was fascinating. Yeah, it it really is, and the show is it's <laughs> it's interesting and it's really kind of funny because the FBI agent that was leading this thing is a really funny dude. Like he's a really likable funny dude and right. it's kind of disappointing that he's an fbi agent because 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 there you go police and, Fuck, yeah, yeah, anyway. yeah whatever so mick right. millions on hbo all right my second is i don't know if you've heard about this but uh a white woman with a puerto rican mom wrote a book about a mexican woman uh becoming an immigrant with her family um it's called <laughs> american dirt and here's the thing is, I mean, everybody from Stephen King to Oprah Winfrey to the New York Times, everybody thinks this is a brilliant fucking novel. I've not read the novel. Because um, the minute it hit, uh, the, the more strident activists on the left got very pissed off that it was a white woman that wrote this story. And how the fuck does she know? This is a long read, so you can find it at longreads.com. It is called American Dirt, A Bridge to Nowhere by Sarah Minkedic. Um, and it, it is, it is, I, uh, it, she definitely falls on the side of, oh, it's terrible for a white woman to write about Mexican experience. However, it's a really even handed and smart way of kind of examining why that might be an issue that, uh, people might have. And it's, uh, it's, it's pretty interesting. I have not read the mo- the book. I'll see the movie. Uh, <laughs> is it going to be a movie? I'm sure it'll probably, be a movie. yeah, probably. Fucking everybody and their dog said it was brilliant. So, well, we better and have a star, and it'll star Scarlett Johansson yeah. as a Mexican woman. Yeah, and, and it'll be directed by Stephen King. Absolutely, or uh, Steven Spielberg. Whatever, like I it just matters. Said, if it was Stephen King, it'd be like Maximum Overdrive. Yeah, just, I love Stephen King, but he is a shit director. Like it even matters. They're all white men, and they're all awful. <laughs> yeah, shut the fuck. Every, all anybody wants is fucking memoirs. Like, shut up. I just shut up. I. Ugh. Yeah, that story annoys me. Now I'm annoyed. All right, sorry to annoy you. What's it's your third? fine. You know what will help me be less annoyed? Is if you come to Bug House tomorrow night, or tonight, right? When is this dropping? Tonight? It's tonight. Yes, yeah. it's tonight. And, it, and you can come to Bug House if you are in Chicago or in Las Vegas. That's right. Because both Bug Houses, it's very rare for us to have 
bug houses simultaneously across the quantum realm. We're tag teaming we bug house. Yeah, one in Chicago, one in Las Vegas tonight. Uh, and what is the one in Las Vegas about? What, what um, topics so you, are you guys covering? So your yeah, your topics were all like, hey, let's do the Valentine marriage thing because none of yours are actually debates. Oh, sure they are. Oh, this come is, on. I'm, I'm most excited about this one because you're it's great. all about you're great. No, you're great. That's not a debate. It is a. This is about love, man. We're we're upon, we're on the eve of of no, Valentine's those, Day. These are your comic so we're putting couples. But... We're putting couples together to deal with issues that can cause serious rifts in a relationship. Okay, well we didn't we didn't do that here in Las Vegas. We actually remembered that Bug House is a debate show, and so we did. Love hurts or is a mini splintered thing in honor of uh, the holiday of Valentine's yeah. Day. Um, then uh, Erica Kuharski, who's a stand-up comic here in town, she does L.A., um, she and I are arguing the pronoun thing, mountain or molehill. Mm-hmm. And then I threw Dana German uh, under the bus. She and a guy named Joshua Fisher from Las Vegas are arguing exactly what we're talking about, democracy, dead or alive. Yeah, um, that's great and all, but I think what really matters is how do you properly load a dishwasher? Is it yeah, this exa- way? Yeah. Or is so, it this way? Yeah, you pretty much went, went while, while I went, you know, because we have what's our policy is that we're going to have uh, a political, a cultural, and a stupid. Yeah. You went all three stupid, and I went all three. I went political. love, man. Love, no, you love went, is what matters. You know, I, you're great, no, you're great. Is, I'm sure it's going to be adorable, but I'm sure there's not much discourse going to be in that one. It's, I mean, I, I'm sure it's AJ and it's Lindsay and it's going to be funny, but there's not much meat on that bone, my friend. Yeah, well. It's still going to be funny shit. So if, you're, so if you're in Chicago and you're freezing your nuts off, because I'm, it's 70 degrees here in Las Vegas, yeah. go fuck yourself. Suck if you're freezing fart. your nuts off, go over to the Haymarket, have a beer and enjoy the fun. There's always debate in love, no matter how silly the topic. That's what makes love awful. And my third, my third thing, uh, I'm sure over the last couple of years, you've heard about the Amber Heard, Johnny Depp. Yeah. Like basically, Amber Heard coming out and saying Johnny Depp was abusive to her and, and that she wants half his money. And it's like, and then Johnny Depp, got, Johnny Depp got canceled. And then he was put in the, the fucking Harry Potter sequel movie. And everybody was like, oh, fuck Johnny Depp because he abused Amber Heard <laughs> and all this shit, right? Yeah. My third thing is I want you to go to the YouTube channel, Incredibly Average. It's called Incredibly Average. And he has got. Apparently, Amber Heard recorded a whole series. I mean, we're talking like like a, like an hour, hour and a half of conversations between she and Johnny Depp, arguments that they had. And was, argue, it, you know, was it about the dishwasher or whether the dog no, should sleep was, on the bed? No, it was it was about it. But, it, but the, basically what it comes down to is if you listen to it, what you realize is all the traditional Here's how a man gaslights a woman. Here's how he punches her in the face and then excuses it. Here's how he treats her like shit and then screams at her and tells her she's a piece of shit. All of that, now imagine it reversed. Because if you listen to these recordings, you walk away and go, holy fuck, Amber Heard's a complete dick and Johnny Depp was just trying to have a nice day. I mean, you listen to these, <laughs> you listen to this shit, and I mean... You know, her one of her biggest things is when she got violent or got really angry, he'd just leave because he didn't want to get hit and screamed at. It's fair. And she was like, "Like, would you? Oh no!" But I'm telling you, 
if you want to hear the flip side of this horse shit Amber Heard's been spinning and that we all bought and people were all across the world going, believe her, listen to these and suck it up your ass. Because I'm telling you, she's a horrible, horrible person. And you feel, I listened to these and I went, God damn it, poor Johnny Depp has been dragged about this for like the last four years. Yeah. And she was such a gaslighting, abusive piece of shit to him. Oh, I felt so bad listening to this. Who, I don't even know who she is. Like, is she an actor? I, what she what has in, she been she in? Was, she was in uh, the Aquaman movie. She was uh, yeah. his girlfriend. I mean, that's so forgettable. Everything well, about yeah. that film is forgettable. She was in, uh, I don't know what else she was in. I don't give a shit. I just, I just think it's funny that... It, 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 she, oh, she was in the saying. Rum Diary. That's right. In, okay. In, in the Me Too era, note: if you're gonna try to if you're gonna try to take your 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 spouse and and make him out as a fucking abusive piece of shit, pretty much don't record your conversations with him that point you out to be the abusive one. It's a really bad idea because somebody will find that recording. <laughs> I'm just gonna say because it's just like what the fuck. I listened to this stuff and I was just like, wow, she's a total dickhead. Yeah. I will I mean, have to listen to that. A, there's this whole thread where she's like, okay, just admit it. I didn't punch you. I didn't punch you. It, was, it wasn't a full slap, but I didn't have a closed fist. This was a conversation they had. Wow. All right. And if, and if you reverse the genders on that, that does not sound like, you know, I mean, that's, I was just like, that's crazy. So incredibly average is the YouTube page. Incredibly average. Uh, I don't think you have to subscribe to it, but it's on there, and that's where I found it. And I was like, "Holy fuck!" Oh, there's a lot of them here. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. Stop she, running, coward. She says to him, "Wow." Uh huh. Uh huh. Oh yeah. I meant to hit you. Uh -huh. What the? Uh, dude, I'm telling you. Nobody will believe you're a victim, Johnny. Uh huh. Oh, I'm telling you, man. This is. It's pretty ugly. It's a fun. Revert oh, it's 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 <laughs> fucking hysterical. I just love watching people melt down. It's yeah, self-righteous people melt. It's down. one of my pastimes. I I love watching YouTube's of self-righteous people melt down and freak out, and yeah, it's just too much fun. Fun. All right, so yeah, Bughouse, Amber Heard, Bughouse tonight, Joker, McMillions, yeah, great. Thanks for listening. All right, uh, my condolences to your democracy. Talk to you later. You can listen to the Literate Apecast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or any place you find your podcast, Jones. If you enjoy listening to Two White Guys Holding Court, review or share the show on your own platforms, or throw us a few bucks on Patreon. For more information about Literate Ape, go to literateape.com and check out the rest of our podcasts, all of our writing, and our events. Music on the Apecast is courtesy of Mike Vinopal and Local Motive. You can find them all over Chicago and online at locomotiveband.com.